Blog Talk Radio. Alrighty. Thank you for that call, uh, Barb. And let's continue on here. Uh, next caller uh, made a small <coughs> donation to the radio show. And like I said earlier, any amount really helps. So uh, we're very uh, happy for any amount. And Welcome, everybody. We're starting the show. We are live here on Journey Into the Light here on Blog Talk Radio, also streaming live on Facebook. Greg Keane is our guest for this show. We're live right now, and Greg has been up at Lilydale. Lilydale is the largest spiritual center in the world. Did you hear that? Lilydale, say it again. Lilydale is the largest spiritual center in the world in New York. It's been there for over 150 years, and our guest is has been at Lilydale doing psychic medium readingship. Reverend Gregory King is our guest. He's been there for 50 years. Um, I think that speaks for itself. <laughs> Do I need to go into any more detail? Greg has been a part of this show. We're blessed for the past 10 years, uh, the whole time we've been doing this show. And I tell you, Greg gives detailed information spot on and um, truly amazing and gives you information you didn't even ask about. It's truly amazing. So what I'm going to do, instead of um, putting on a song like I normally do um, at the beginning of the show, I'm going to play for you um, as as we get people, get, you know, as I say, our time for people to get into the show. And you can call in again, 347-884-8245. Press 1 on your phone. And, but I'm going to go ahead and play um, one of Greg's uh, readings he did on this show. I'll play a clip of that as um, and give you a little taste um, here as as we're getting all set up here on Journey into the Light. All right. And if you're on the Facebook Live, please share that out to spiritual groups. Please do me a favor and share out to as many spiritual groups as you can. Lightworkers of the world, I hope someone can do that. At least one person can do that. I'd be very happy if you could. Um, and if you can, donate to the Homeless Mission Love in Action, um, either $49 or $25. You'll get a extended reading, and you'll be top of the line, guaranteed to get a reading tonight with Greg Keane. Um, you'll be blessed, and so will the homeless. And It's a great cause. The uh, links to donate are on the radio show page, GoFundMe, PayPal, and let me know on the Facebook Live if you need the link, and I'll put that in here. So let's let's go here and let's put on a clip of one of Greg's readings as you guys are calling into the show, and I'll be back here in just a couple of minutes to start off to sh- get the show on the road. Which your life and allows you to meet other people and enjoy other people even more. <coughs> it leaves everything being neutral in a way that you don't need. Mm-hmm. You've been noticing the left-hand side of your body, lower body, bothers you a little bit recently? Yeah. Because I get pain in my body with you as I'm talking to you, and I feel lower left-hand side is bothering you. I feel like you've had twinges of pain off and on. And Mm -hmm. to the point of times, you put your hand on your body a couple times. Yeah. You know, I thought it was maybe my work, you know, Mm -hmm. because I'm on my feet a lot. Yeah. So... Well, I'm going to put it this way. 
I want to be careful of any infection or anything disruptive in your body concerning femoral area or body. Oh, wow. And I feel like you had something bother you a short time ago, but you blew it off. I did. Yeah, I know you did. And you, that's so funny because today I said, you know, I'm going to make, but I'm going to make an appointment. I guess I need to do it sooner than. I before. think you need to do it and get it done, and I think you'll come up with a small problem you can take care of. It's no big deal, but I just feel the energy around that, and I feel the need to get it done. Also, just recently, oh my God. you were just going through a thing where your left hand was cramping. Yeah. Because my left hand was cramping here as I'm sitting here we've been talking to you, and I feel mm-hmm. like that's an experience you've been having. I have, and I thought it was just probably stress or, mm-hmm. you know, well, I, not, I worry. I worry a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not and a doctor. I can't prescribe here, but I want to say I really feel you're lacking some basic vitamins and minerals in your life. And I feel mm-hmm. that they're lacking them in your body, and that's allowing your muscles to pull up and cramp. And I feel like if you have the right things in your body, you know, like, and, and I'm not, again, I'm not a doctor who can't prescribe, but it's like like mm-hmm. runners take zinc, iron, calcium, potassium. I mean, they do different things to keep everything working right. Well, I feel like there's something very low in your system that's allowing your body to react in this way where you're having a cramping feeling. I also feel, too, your fingers would tingle at times. Mm-hmm. True. You are, you're exactly right. You're right. Mm-hmm. And you have a woman on the spirit side of life with you that loves you very much. She cares very deeply about you. And she said to me, she says, tell this young lady she's got to be taking care of herself instead of trying to take care of everybody else in the world. I'm a lot like her. <laughs> oh, you are a lot like her, honey. That's yeah. for sure. Well, she's with you, loves you, and watches over you. Also, would you recognize her liking the purple flowers? She, she likes them? Yeah, she liked the purple flowers. Okay. When she was in the living, she liked purple flowers. Yeah, she she loves flowers. Rose, she, she minutes she when she could find the time, she would definitely go out in the garden. Well, I feel she loves you and she's there for you, and she showed me the purple flowers, which to me is a symbol of healing also, and she's helping you heal. Because she said okay. to me, you've been rerunning in your mind over and over and over, where did I invest my time, my energy, my emotions, and my love? Where have I invested it that was a good investment? Where have I invested it where it was a bad investment? And it never really, let's say, gained the energy and gave back to you. That makes sense? Yes, it does. Because I see her with you and there for you. And she told me also, she goes, would you tell her to get off this kick about getting fat? <laughs> now, tell tell me about that one there. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. She's teasing you, and she said to me, she said, tell her she could pinch an inch. Wow. Well, she's with you, and I feel love from her, and she's teasing you about it. And she said, <laughs> she said, let's get off this kick about being fat. She says, let's let's get skinny when we want to be skinny and feel good. Okay? <laughs> okay. 
Because I see okay. getting things on track here, and I think you're going to be doing better. Also, okay. would you recognize now, what year is your car? It's old. It's 19. It's like 1997. Okay. You just recently had trouble with a mirror? Uh, I, yes, my front windshield wipers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're showing me a mirror, and they're talking about a mirror not working right, or it won't hold the position you want to keep it in. Yeah. And then she said to me that, for God's sakes, don't go out in the rain. Oh, my, oh, my God, this is. What's that? This is incredible. Um, this is incredible. Well, she said to me, for oh God's sake, God. don't go out in the rain. I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I was out last week, and I had to stop at my my stepbrother's house because the windshield wiper stopped working. I couldn't see. I had my son in the car, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't get home. Like, I, can't, I can't drive mm-hmm. when it's raining. Well, And she, I live in Florida, so i got to get it done. Well, she wants you to know she's with you, and she's riding oh with you. And she said to me, she says, it's about time we get some things fixed. Yeah. And also, you've been debating this a little bit now. How old is your son? Um, eight, and I have a nine, uh, nine-year-old. Eight, eight and nine-year-old. Nine-year-old's first name? Um, Lowell. Lowell. We call him Lowell. I feel the older one is very quiet in a way. Very quiet. I get a real quiet energy, very reserved energy. Doesn't mm-hmm. let everybody know too much. Now, yep. would you recognize he's made a comment to you recently about somebody being in his room? He felt somebody? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Because they're oh showing God. me you that they're visiting you. him, and they want you to know they're there and they love him and love you and they watch over both of you, all three of you. Oh and they want you to know that they're doing that. <clears throat> oh and they want you to realize. He told me. It's I'm I thought I'm not lying. I didn't. I I I was scared to mention it because to pe you know because I'm like he's a child. I know you shouldn't say that, but mm-hmm. he's uh, I could, he's well, not. But he's not psychic or nothing. They just visit. Oh yeah, him. he's very intuitive. He's very he's so. All that stuff is true. Oh, absolutely. He's seeing spirit all the time. Remember him telling you that one time he wanted to stay in your room? Oh, my gosh. Because he's, you know, he's seeing spirit, and I feel that there were so many spirits there, it freaked him out a bit, and he wanted to come stay with you. Yes, when he was a baby, um, mm-hmm. when he was a little baby, he used, I used to always, he used to always get in his brother's crib at night, and I tell Lowell, you can't get in Landon's crib at night. You know, I'm thinking he'll wake him up, and then I'll get up. But he told me when he told me about what he was seeing, that yeah. the reason why he got in because he would see this scary thing at on a on on the um the roof you know on right. the ceiling on the ceiling, and it freaked him out and he didn't want to be there then. And I yes, there's spirit around him. They love him. They watch over him. There are guardian angels there. I don't feel any fear needed for that. 
And I okay. just something he'll open up more, but he's very quiet and very observant. And he sees and feels and senses a lot more than he says. But I feel like if you just show him that you're interested in that and that you feel good about it because you all have guardian angels and they're with us, I think that's going to calm him down more and he'll open up more and say things that he hasn't said because he looks at things at times and says, well, they're not going to believe me. You know what? I can see I can see him feeling that way because I kind of you poo pooed it there. I did. <laughs> you did. I I I did Honey, for a minute. Aware. He had me and then he lost me. Be aware, your fear stopped you from being more open, and you're needing to realize here you don't need to have the fear. Because I see either a great-grandfather or grandfather around you and around your kids. I see either a grandmother or a great-grandmother, I can't tell which, but they're around you. And I also feel, too, sometimes you smell flowers where there are no flowers. Uh, Yeah, sometimes I smell things, and Uh I'm like, why did it smell so sweet? Yes, and that's the flowers. But that's what they're doing is gaining your attention. Also, remember having an incident happen where you smelled smoke and you looked around (gasps) everywhere and there was no... Oh, my God! Oh, my... You are not... You are scary. You're putting chills through my body. It was... I smelled smoke twice. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once in my... And I was like, well, how did I smell the same thing in my house, in my car? Yeah. And it wasn't like a smoke, like a... And so I, I thought it was weird. It was... Like a chimney smoke, like yeah, it was wood smoke. It wasn't smoke from a cigar or something. It was it was smoke from wood. Yeah. What? What was that? You have a woman in spirit that is an American Indian, and she came through, and she's a guardian of you, and she watches over you. Also, would you go back in your roots? Would you recognize anywhere there that there's times people said there could be Indian involved in your family? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm Creole, so Creole, you know, so it's it's Cherokee, and my great grand my grandfather is he has Blackfoot. Yes, because they're showing me the Indian connection. They're showing me going back two generations back. They were all Indian energy. And I fill them with you, and they want you to know that you're not following the roots of your belief system that they would have carried, which would have been more open to spirit and more open to their guidance, asking God to guide you, asking spirit to guide you, asking for their protection. They said, you're not doing it like they would have. And they want you to know they're there for you, and they are with you to protect you. Because... This grandfather said to me, there are moments you have worked to guard angels overtime. <laughs> I can definitely believe that. <laughs> okay. Definitely... <laughs> Any question left there? No, that All right. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm glad that you're here. I love that reading that Greg did. Uh, that one is... Gosh, what can you say about it? Can a reading get any better than that? No. <laughs> it is spot on. And she, the caller, did such a great job at validating. Um, it was awesome. You know, it, it was spot on. And 
times it makes you chuckle and she got so much great information uh that she needed and that's what greg keenan is all about and he's so great when he does his readings uh he's just a great person too and that's kind of what i think you should strive for there's a lot there's millions of people that do readings guys but uh, man i just just as Greg is incredible. So we are blessed to have Greg, without a doubt. And uh, and uh, Greg is here, and Greg's going to be taking your calls tonight. So call in 347-884-8245 is the number, 347-884-8245. Press the 1 in your, on your phone. And we will take your call, okay? Kathy in the chat says that was a great reading. It sure was. Um, you get a reading tonight. Call in. Make sure you press the one. Last thing I'll say again is um, if you can, donate to the homeless. It will help yourself tonight also. You know, in the spiritual field, we always say, you know, when you help someone, you get it back tenfold. And we don't give to get. But uh, <laughs> tonight it happens literally. Because if you donate to the homeless, you're going to be brought up to the top of the line. So your your chance of getting through are 100%. Um, and we'll give you extra time as a big thank you for helping the homeless. Um, so do you see what I mean? Um, so you can donate either through GoFundMe or PayPal, which is listed on the show page. I'll put it here on Facebook here live in a minute. You can donate $49. Uh, really helps a homeless family. Or uh, if you can't afford that, you can donate $25. Um, and we'll, again, bring you to the top of the line. If you can't donate at all, stay on the phones where you're at, and we'll try to bring in as many calls as time permits. Okay? All right. If you're on the Facebook Live, please share this out to as many spiritual groups as you can. Lightworkers of the World um, is a great one, and there's so many others out there. Um, um, and uh, Doris is saying also, what a great reading, she said. Um, and, um, and, yeah, we'll try to get to as many people as we can, including you, Doris. But, again, I can't stress it enough. If you can donate $25 and it's not going to make you homeless tomorrow, go do it because you'll be guaranteed to get on. We already have a dozen on hold, so it's hard, It's impossible to get everybody on. You know what I mean? Um, I know people have been trying for a while. Um, so, okay. All right. I'll come to you in the screening room as well. Let's go ahead and bring Greg on. And uh, Greg, welcome back to the show. Hey, Michael. How are you doing? All right, Greg, how are you doing down there in Florida? Wonderful. We're finally getting some warmer weather, and we're supposed to go up to like 80 or so. That's great. We got down wow. here. It was a bit nippy. Wow. <laughs> Quite a change from Lilydale, huh? Oh, hey, I'll tell you what. When we got down here and we were hitting 30 degrees at night, it's like that was scary, but at least we didn't have to shovel it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it's beginning uh, to warm up now. I, I was checking the weather, and we're supposed to get warmer weather now. It's supposed to get nicer, so this is good. Yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. Um, so, um, yeah, do you, how do you see the, the new year shaping up so far? 
New Year's good. Uh, Lowydale will be coming around the corner here at the end of June and it'll open. And it's been pretty hectic already with people. And we're getting uh, phone calls and reservations. They're making appointments for this coming season. So it's going to be a hectic year again. And it's been a lot of fun. I I love it on both seasons where you're really in the middle of it and then also in the off season. But when you get in the middle of winter, it's it's literally a ghost town. <laughs> I bet with six six or seven feet of snow, it's kind of hard to get around. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, that gets crazy. <laughs> Have you called up there to see how it's going? Is it still snowing? <laughs> It's still snowing, and we actually have a little camera on the back patio area, and you can see the snow there. And and, and they actually went away for a while. I had reports of it actually going away for a while. And then it came back, and we had more snow again. And everyone up there has really reached a point of uh, multitude of cabin fever. You know, they've just reached that point where it's like we just can't handle anymore. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Um I don't know which way I'd be, you know. I kind of miss the cold. Since I grew up in Nebraska, um, now in Oklahoma, we used to get a little taste of winter. We, we haven't had snow in three years, so <laughs> what does that say? <laughs> mm-hmm. But we, we've had some cold. We're just in a drought, so we can't snow if you're in a drought. So Yeah, yeah that would definitely mess things up a bit. <laughs> yeah, when we when we left up there, we were supposed to get another foot and a half of snow while we were loading the car, and uh, I had to run the van back and forth on the street in front of the house there about 15 feet to get a slot where I could get it moving fast enough it would stay going, or it would just stop in the snow. So I'm really happy to be down here and walk out in the sunny parking lot today, and you know it's like this is great. Yeah, you can't beat that. 80 degrees compared to that, all that snow. Um, I agree. Uh, well, let's, uh, ready for the first call, Greg? Certainly. Ready to go. Okay. Okay, great. All right. So, everybody, call on in, 347-884-8245. Press the 1 on your phone to come aboard. And we're going to take our first call, who made a donation to the Homeless Mission. We appreciate her every time. And uh, Debbie is rejoining us from Iowa. Deb, you're on with Gregory King. Hi, Greg. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. What's your question? Um, whatever comes to you. Well, I feel an energy with you emotionally. You've been really stepping back a bit and realizing you've got some people around you that can definitely plug in and pull on your energy. And I feel in some ways they have pulled on your energy considerably. And you've learned to step back a little more now and not let them take all the energy because sometimes you can get really exhausted being around certain individuals. And I feel like that's actually working a lot better for you because in the past you would allow it to happen more and get very frustrated over it, but you'd let it happen more. And now I see you stepping back enough from it where it's like, no, we're not going to allow that to occur. Make sense? Yeah, I, you're very right. And I've seen a gentleman in spirit that passed. I feel when he passed, he had a difficult time where there would have been a hard time with him. His organs were shutting down, and he was having a difficult time dealing with the idea that he couldn't do anything about it. 
and that would be my dad. Mm-hmm. Because I see him with you, and I feel him watching over you. And I'm seeing a lady in spirit also the past that I felt when she died, she knew she was leaving. I mean, there was no question about that. But I saw her very upset over the idea of feeling she had to take care, you know, someone had to take care of her. It really disturbed her to think that someone had to take care of her because she didn't want to be in a position where others had to maintain her. Mm. Probably grandma How old, How old is your mother? Uh-huh. My mom is 85, but she's still living. Right. But would you recognize her mother as being the person that had difficulty that way? Mm. Yeah, could be. Well, I I see her mom, and I see her watching over your mom, and I see your mom as a tough old lady. Yeah. She can be. Because I see her pretty stubborn, and I feel energy with her that she really has her desire to hang on here and not let go. And I do see her hanging on, and I don't see her letting go. I mean, she's going to continue to hang on. But I feel love and support there from Grandma for you. Aww. That's sweet. Because I see her watching over you. And I felt very comfortable that she's right there for you. And it's really quite a nice energy. Good. That's wonderful. I'm seeing a gentleman in spirit with you. That at times you've had the incidents happen where you smell smoke, but there's no smoke around you or fire around you, but you would smell smoke? Yes. Yep. Because I keep seeing this gentleman with you, and he said to me, that's him. That's how he lets you know he's around. Really? Yep. Wow. He's with you. And you've been having some thoughts recently. The home you live in, I feel fine with the home you live in, but would you recognize you really at times have thought about actually living somewhere else? Because I kept seeing you debating that at times. And I feel the opportunities coming up in the future here that I could see you making decisions about living elsewhere, and I feel that that will come up, and it's a nice opportunity for you, and it's just a matter of timing for that to happen, but it's because you want to, not because you have to. Um, My mom lives in an assisted living home, and she doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Well, I don't feel you. I don't feel you can handle taking care of her at home, though. You don't. No, there's a lot going on there with her body and her health that she needs that support. And would you recognize she has the assisted living and it's working well for her? I mean, I'm not saying she's happy there, but I mean it's working well for her that she's being fed and everything's working out that way, all right. But I see her very aggravated at the idea that. She still thinks in a way that is very independent. Yeah. And would you recognize she can't get around the way she wants? What? She can't get around in the manner she wants to? No, not anymore. Um, Plus, 
you know, the room is small. Um, she was forced to sell her home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel bad because I feel her in more stress emotionally than she would ever be physically because physically she's real well cared for and she's doing fine. That's good to hear. Um, it's hard to get a hold of her. Um, she lives in Ohio. I live in Iowa. And every time I call, you know, I can't reach her. And so I worry, you know. Well, the energy I'm feeling is I have a feeling that you're going to start calling the the nurse's station and have somebody walk in the room and pick up the phone for her and give her the phone so she can talk to you. I've done that a couple of times. They didn't act like they appreciated it very much, but... Um, well, whether they appreciated or not, whether <laughs> they appreciated or not, I think it's something that is a kindness they should do, and I could see you being able to communicate with her then and talk with her because I feel an energy there that she sleeps a lot. She does. And I feel and I don't know. her ringing the phone, and, and she's not answering, but she's not hearing it. Yeah. And for some reason, they got her a cell phone. I don't hmm. And she just doesn't know how to operate it. Well, I don't see them taking the time to show her either. And I also feel her memory slipping a bit, and they can explain yeah. it to her one moment, and she's got the knowledge as to how to do it, and the next moment then she's really not remembering what to do. Yeah. She has some dementia there, the more stress. I yeah. notice when I do talk to her, the more stressed she is, the mm-hmm. more I see the dementia, you yeah. know. Yeah, definitely. Well, I feel you're going to be able to work it out to talk to her more, but I feel an energy there that she's slipping a little more also because I feel mentally and emotionally she's really not in touch with everything at times. And there's other times she's more aware. Yeah, you know, um, last time I spoke with her, she told me she wanted to rewrite her well Mm -hmm. because she knew more, heard more, and seen more than what anybody else thought. And her will is quite simplistic, you know, um, whatever will be split amongst all her children evenly. So I I don't know if that means my sister, but my sister took her to a lawyer, and I don't know if my sister rewrote the will or... But something's bugging my mom about that will, you know. Well, the thing I feel, I don't feel your mom is in the mental condition that she could rewrite a will because mentally she's not together enough to really know what's going on and do it in a way that would be done in the right manner. And I feel your sister is maneuvering things a bit because everything before was fair, split right down the middle with things in a sense of who gets what. Mm-hmm. And I feel there's there's one situation there where they're trying to maneuver it to benefit themselves more 
and I would certainly check on that, and uh, I would look at the idea of who wrote the will, because I really feel on a medical level, uh, I think that would be really put in question whether she mentally could handle making decisions like that or not, because I don't see her in that that kind of condition where she could. Well, she told me my, that my sister Shirley took her to her lawyer, and I have I know who my mom's lawyer is, but yeah. I don't know who Shirley's lawyer is. Yeah. Well, I think you're going to work it out, but I get a feeling there that there is a little hanky-panky going on in the sense of how they wanted to do it, but I get the feeling there that she's able to influence your mom at times and your mom will go along with what your sister says. Um, yeah, my mom told me she was scared of her because well, she starts yelling at her and then she gets really flustered and she just mm-hmm. does what she tells her to do. Right. Well, that's what I see you checking out and finding out who the lawyer would be. And I see you finding out who the lawyer is and who is the power of attorney, who is the power of medical. I mean, really check it out more. And I feel like you're going to find that out. Plus, I get the feeling here there's going to be an opportunity for you that you were thinking about going back to Ohio and visit with Mom. Yeah. I was thinking about going back. Because I feel you're going to make a visit back there, and I don't see letting your sister know you're coming right then. And I felt the energy there of you being able to talk to Mom and find out what's going on and how, how it's set up. Did they cut someone out of the well? I feel that's what's going on. So she's trying to cut me out of the well and well, my brother? Well, I'm not exactly... I'm not exactly sure who, but she definitely doesn't get along with everybody. And her attitude's the attitude that what's mine is mine, uh, what's mine is mine, yours is mine, theirs is mine, hers is mine, his is mine. And that's her attitude about things. And you were dealing with that a long time ago. Oh, yeah. And And I just feel it's manifesting around Mom, and she figures that she can line everything up. But I'm seeing you be able to document Mom's afraid of her. And I can see a document through, uh, you know, the services that uh, protect the older people. And I see a document in the fact that she's afraid of her. And uh, things were done by the sister that it's in question. Um, could you tell me if my brother Kenny knows about this? I don't feel he knows about it completely because I feel him and her at times don't see eye to eye. See, um, my two brothers were power of attorney, and mm-hmm. somehow they somehow they got my youngest brother um, off of being her power of attorney and putting Shirley on. Was that all done mm-hmm. legally? I felt it was done illegally. Well, I felt it's been a real shady deal there. And I found the paperwork, they may have the names on it, but really they're playing a bunch of games. And I feel the need to check that out because I feel you're going to find out here that they've maneuvered mom and the sister especially maneuvered mom. And I have figured out, you know, how how they can get what they want the way they want it. 
Yeah, my sister's done some pretty crappy things to my mom. Mm-hmm. And said some pretty crappy things to her. Well, you see, that's where you need to contact the protection agency and the protection agency for your elderly, elderly, and you get somebody in there that's investigating what's going on and what state of mom, my mom is in and what she's been in and really get it documented because that way if they went ahead and changed a will or, or maneuvered things with a new lawyer, you know, you can document the fact that she wasn't able mentally to do that. But anyway, you're going to be able to find things out, and I'm seeing you being able to pin things down because I feel the one brother is buddies with the sister, and the two of them are in cahoots about how they want to maneuver things. So he doesn't know about it. Yeah, the one brother knows was, about it. I thought it was um, my two sisters, Julie and Shirley. My fellow one sister is a real witch when she wants to be in her attitudes. Yeah. And I feel that she's definitely behind a lot of it, but I feel like she's talked some other people into things that not normally would they have been talked into, but they're talked into it. So it's definitely having an effect. Okay? Okay. Um, my husband's having problems the last couple of weeks, and yesterday we went to the doctor, and he said that my husband's condition was the same as it was the last time he saw him, you know, about mm-hmm. two months ago. But Kim hasn't been able to breathe. Um, when he gets up and he walks, like, to the front door, um, you know, he isn't able to breathe. His back really, really hurts. And I know last time you told me that he was going to, uh, his or some of his organs were sh- shutting down. Are they just missing something? I feel there you're needing to get a second opinion there and get another person to look at it and figure out what's really going on because I feel like there's something out of whack there and they don't have the right diagnosis for everything. And at this point, I feel it's going to get dangerous if he doesn't get it taken care of. He does I feel have the need cancer. for him to get it taken care of so there's no problem. He does have cancer. But, you know, 10 years ago, I tell, he broke his back and broke his neck. Um, and he's having real issues now with his stomach and his back and he did up his pain medication to make him more comfortable. Is it his time or no? I don't feel he's leaving right away, dear, but I do feel with him, with all the things that have been wrong, he's sort of feeling like, you know, what am I going to do here? You know, I can't fix everything. And I do feel that we're all going to be leaving one day, but the energy I feel with him he doesn't have to leave right away or anything. And I feel an energy there that I'd get another opinion. And I feel another doctor would be able to help him out also. And I do feel the one doctor hasn't gone as far as he could go in trying to help him. In okay. Okay. All right. 
Um, and you told me my first love was coming back, yes? And my dad? I couldn't hear you there. Uh, my first love is coming back to me? Your, Michael? Your first, your first husband, you said? My very first love. I've only had one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I felt communication there, and I feel there's a communication coming up you're going to have there, and it's very positive. Okay. we got to hold it there, Debbie, because we got to move on with okay. our next callers. But thank you, Debbie. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Right. Much love. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. We're here with Reverend Gregory Keene uh, from Lilydale, Psychic Medium. Taking your phone calls tonight, 347-884-8245 here on Journey Into the Light, Blog Talk Radio. Make sure you follow us if you haven't already. And then if you're called in, make sure you press the one on your phone to speak to Greg. Very important. Press the one on your phone to speak to Greg. And again, you could donate to the homeless mission and get your call taken and be brought to the front. You could donate either 49 or 25 really helps someone in need and you get help yourself tonight because there's quite a few people called in right now about 15 on hold right now uh greg how do folks reach you for private sessions they'd like to reach me for a private session the phone number to reach me would be 716-595-3529 716-595-3529 and the uh website would be www.revregorykeen.com K-E-H-N.com. Okay, great. Uh, let's go to our next call then, um, uh, who made a donation also to the mission. We thank Barbara. Barbara, you're on here with Reverend Gregory Keene. Hi. Hi. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Michael. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's your question? Good. Um, well, I've had a I've had a tumult, um, a tumultuous last uh, several years. Um, took a, a big leap of faith in in following my my bliss, and um, not you know thing not everything has worked out um, very well. And I've just got um, a lot of a lot of things going on, and a lot of actual people that passed, and just a, a, a lot of moving parts. So just a, whatever guidance you can you can glean from that. Well, I feel you reached a point emotionally where you started to realize where you'd put a lot of energy for a while, and it really became a drain to you. And I feel like you've been regrouping on the idea now that I'm not going to allow myself to be caught up in that kind of negativity because you were getting very caught up in that negativity for a while, and it was just absolutely fatiguing. And now I see you stepping back enough where I'm not going to allow it to be the fatiguing energy that at one time would have been. And I feel like that makes it so much better and so much easier. Yes, that's that. That is very true. And Although you've I'll been thinking read. about the residency that you're living in, and you've actually toyed with the idea that maybe that isn't where you would stay forever. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because I kept seeing you having thoughts of clearing out, cleaning out, organizing, and getting it down to what you want. And then when it does make a change. It's something that you would really be able to change and make the move where it wouldn't be any problem because you've already got it down to what you want. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's that's very possible. Um, um, I really want to move 
back home closer to my family, but my work um, is in a different location and I'm like an hour away. So yeah, that's the immediate move. Like I said, I've got a lot of moving parts. Well, where, where are you working in now? Um, I work for a, a major bank and brokerage firm in, in the Orlando area, Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. I feel good about where you are in a sense of security, but I get the feeling here of you reorganizing things a bit. And would you recognize the opportunity to do some remote work where you wouldn't have to do it at the office all the time? Oh, I would absolutely love that. <laughs> because yes. I feel an energy around you that something's coming up here where I feel the opportunity to do some things remote and it's going to work out well for you because it's going to give you the freedom to have days where you're at the office and you're actually in the office. And then there's days where it's like, okay, I can do the work from home and I wouldn't have to be in the office. Yeah, that would be great. That would be really great. And, so I um, see an avenue that, opening for that. I think that's going to happen. Now, where's your family live? Um, South Florida is my, is where my son lives. And my and my father's gone. Um, my mom is has extreme dementia, so she's essentially gone. And I, I pretty much don't really have any family. My daughter's um, in Washington State and will hopefully be moving back. So I'm pretty much just myself and my dog. Well, I see your daughter moving back down here. And I feel good about that because I feel like she's very wore out from trying to keep everything going where she is. You're absolutely correct about that, boy. That is so true. Because I just feel absolutely wrung out when I feel your daughter's energy. I feel absolutely exhausted. And I feel like oh that's my God, been hitting you're her. So right. That's been hitting her hard because it's making her realize it's like, wait a minute here, what's life for? And if we're not living life in a family and loving manner, you know, what are we here for? And why are we knocking ourselves out in just survival? And I feel like she's tired of just surviving, but yet really not being happy. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're so right. That's exa- she's exactly, she said exactly what she said to me. She's like, what is, mm-hmm. if we don't have her family around, there's no point in any of this. And that's what I see her realizing now. There was a time in the past, or making the money and having the job and doing all that was a real big thing. And now I see her realizing, wait a minute here, what's really important? And that's what mm-hmm. I feel she's coming to now as an adjustment as to what she really wants to say is important now. And that's making a huge difference. Yeah, it is. And I'm very, I think we're all coming to that realization, my, all yeah. of us, my, myself and my kids. Um mm-hmm. And I guess I'm just also just wondering, um, I don't know if I really want to stay in Orlando or go to South Florida. I feel, again, I want to be around my family, and I lost uh, three very close loved ones in, in a very short period of time. And um, so I think that that's kind of one of the things that that's one of the reasons why I'm a little all over the place. Um, as much as I'm trying to put all that behind me, um, it's still kind of not totally behind me. So I'm just trying to still kind of get my sea legs. Well, I definitely see you putting it behind you, and I don't see an issue in doing that. That's going to be fine. But what I felt was emotionally it's been such a draining of energy for you to be going through what you've gone through, and it was absolutely fatiguing. And I feel now there's a regrouping of where you want to be and what you want to be doing in your life, and I see it being a lot easier on you than what it had before been. And I see that as a big improvement. That's going to make a huge difference. 
Thank you very much. And and just really one more additional question. Actually, two more quick questions. I guess one is a love sure. question. If anyone would, if anybody on the love side would ever is going to be coming into it back or into my life. And um, also, I had I, I, my chosen career that I trained for. That I tried to when I tried to move out of corporate America was moving into the wellness yoga um, uh, area because it, it literally healed my it, it healed my body, um, mind, and spirit, and I wanted to to really impart that to other people to know that um, there are other you know that, that there are other modalities to make um, to to heal their lives because I did it right. you know, I didn't do it to become some right. you know. Instagram yogi, and so none of that fell out. So none, I'm sorry, none of that, none of that kind of worked out. Like, like there was no, none of my teachers, my mentors. I couldn't. Everybody was just like, it, it, it turned out to be a lot more competitive than I thought. So, well, the energy I feel with you is you're getting back on track with where you're wanting to be and what you're wanting to accomplish, which I feel you will be successful at. And I don't see an issue in being successful. I think it's just a matter of timing, you know, to get that to the point you want it to be. And I'm seeing you happier with the idea that you're making good money, and I see you being where you are for the moment. That's fine. But I would say there's another opportunity for you to be looking at where you would want to be living in the future. And I see work, money, security being there. I feel you'd have it in hand before you'd ever make the move. And I just feel mm-hmm. like you'd have the job in hand, the security's there, the money's there, and then you'd, you'd drop one and go to the other. And I feel like that's going to be fine. And I also feel an energy, too. Now, I'm not sure who in the family this is, but I'm seeing somebody in the family liking to stir things up here, and they really wind you up at times because they tell you things that you want to fix and you want to correct, but yet you're not there to do it. And I feel the energy that you have to accept that you can't do it all and I feel they're blowing smoke where they want you to believe things at times. They're not really the reality of what's going on. They, they meaning, I'm sorry, I'm not sure that I follow you. I feel that whoever's telling you stories mm-hmm. that are upsetting you, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of what they're telling you is a bunch mm-hmm. of baloney. Okay. I see what you're saying. All right. Okay, okay, good. Okay. So don't take it so personally. Yeah. I just see you doing a lot better with that. I don't see you being as upset. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're and welcome. Hopefully my dad and everybody else is, is looking out for me, right? Hopefully I've got a nice little group around me that are keeping an eye on me. They're keeping an eye on you there. I will be up in the <laughs> villages, and I'll be in the villages. Oh, wow. You know where that's at. I will I be there indeed. through the month of April, and I'll be up there, and my phone numbers that I've given on the air here will work. Yeah. If someone wants a personal reading where they'd like to come in you know, in person, or if they'd like mm-hmm. to do something over the phone, they can just call the number or go to the, go to the website, and we'll take care of it. But I'll be up there Fantastic. for the month of April. Thank you for letting me know. I will pass that along. Thank you. You're welcome, dear. God bless. All right. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks for your call there, Barbara. We appreciate you. And, Greg, what's that phone number again for folks to reach you? That'd be 716-595-3529, 716-595-3529.
And the website would be www.revrevgregorykeen.com. All right, great. Remember, if you're on the radio show right now and you want to speak to Greg, um, call in and then press the one on your phone, 347-884-8245. Press the one. Again, the best route is to donate to the homeless. So this way, your call is guaranteed to come in as our thank you. Uh, you can donate just $25 and you're in. Uh, we do have a lot of people holding uh, for free readings. Um, so uh, at this point, with time running a little short, if you're just calling in now, um, your only bet really is to donate to the homeless to get in. Um, otherwise, there's too many people out of you and not enough time. Okay, let's go to. Um, hmm, where did our call go? Um, um, maybe she pressed the one. Oh, she did. Okay, let's go to New Jersey and bring Hannah on in here. And Hannah, you're on with Reverend Gregory. Yes. King. Can you hear me? Yes, I Hello? can. How are you? Yes. Oh, I'm fine. How are you? Thank you. Good. <laughs> I'm doing what's well your, tonight. What's your question? <clears throat> well, um, well, I've been evicted from my home, and my mm-hmm. I'm not having very good health lately, and I want to know if I, I'm going to find something in the area. I was planning to move partially to Florida in the winters and New Jersey in the uh, summers, and. Uh, I'm I'm getting help now, and I have some place to put my things because I have to be out in eight days. Yeah. So um, I'm going through a great deal of stress, and um, I wondered what kind of news you have for me about my health and about my move and my potential future. Well, I feel very good about the move because what I feel around you is having a place to store your things is the big thing for the moment. And then I could see you organizing the idea of where you want to be. But I had the feeling of you looking at the idea of one residency, not two residencies. And I feel affordability is what's going to govern that a little more. And I could see you organizing the thought of being down south and having a place down south that would be reasonable enough that you could affordably be there. And then in the summers, be able to travel north and spend some time up there. And I feel you'll be able to do that. But I felt ownership of two homes was going to be a little more difficult than what you're thinking at the moment. Right. My my son was going to cover the apartment for now, and then eventually I'll move down south, as you mm-hmm. say, to Florida. Well, that's, that's what I'm feeling in the future is I see you looking at the idea of having what I would consider a main residency of being in Florida and then be able to go home for the summer and enjoy yes. the summer and enjoy everybody there. But I feel yes. good about it. I, I feel your your son is going to help out, and he certainly made a big difference already. But yes. I feel the energy there of it's very frustrating to you to, in essence, lose the home. Oh, yeah. Since 1989. Mm-hmm. Well, would you recognize there was a little uh, manipulation going on there in how they did the paperwork, and they oh, didn't give completely. you the time that they were supposed to give you? Completely, everything, everything was done illegally uh, and um, manipulatively, uh, even to the judge um, manipulating an hour which he was supposed to. He said, "I'll uh, making my judgment on the 16th. See you at 10." 
Um, and I'm planning in my head. I have to wake up early to go to that. When I got there, there was no appointment. So he was basically talking to the lawyer of the people that had the lawyer. See you at 10. I guess he was getting paid off. Well, the internet the all there. There was Pardon definitely me? some manipulation going on, and I felt the energy around it that I feel fighting at this point is sort of useless, and I'm yeah. seeing you making sure that you get everything stored away where you can store it, and I feel that'll work, and then I'm seeing yeah. you stay with your son for a bit. Yeah. Oh, good. My um, my friend offered me his business um, house to store my mm -hmm. things for three months, and I could mm -hmm. stay there for a week. My son offered me to stay at his place, but it's in Bayonne, and I really don't like it, so I'm not eager to go there. But um, we were a little bit fighting today, so that's what was going on. But we're, we get along mostly. We just have religious differences, and he's disappointed in the fact that I'm not practicing that religion, and so it gives him a hard time. But he's got a lot of stress and a lot of responsibilities. Well, um, let me say it this way. Overall, he's converted, but I've yes, seen him at times wanting you to do what he wants you to do the way yeah. he wants you to do it, which you've mm -hmm. never done. And I don't see you ever doing, but I feel the energy with him that what you understand some of the religious belief system he has is a little too far too far over the top. Oh, yeah. And uh, my ex-husband owes me hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I'm wondering when is he going to finally come, you know, uh, sell whatever it is he says he has to sell and, and give me the money that I need so I can uh, live and also ha start a business of my own. Well... I'm, I'm going to be very bluntly honest here. I really don't see him doing that. I mm -hmm. feel the only way to get the money out of your ex is the force issues because mm -hmm. I don't see him willing to go ahead and take care of things in an honest manner. Right. I feel he's lied to you from the very beginning. And I feel the energy yes. there emotionally, that has been incredibly draining to be going through what you've been going through and have that yes. going on to the degree that it is. It's literally crippled me. I, I'm on a cane right now, and I'm working on getting healthier. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I also was interested to know about my love life. It, this this has affected every aspect of my life, especially I haven't been able to be in a proper relationship, and I'm really looking forward to a companion in my later years. I see you having a companionship with someone you're going to care about, and I feel they'll certainly care about you, and I feel that bond will build and be there. And I see that working in a wonderful way. But I feel like you've had so much confusion going on that it's been hard for you to be still enough emotionally to allow your life to be more peaceful. You've had so yeah. many things happening. Yeah. And I see uh, settling down and certainly being better, but, I mean, it's not overnight. And no. I also get a feeling here, too, now, with the ex, would this be mandated by law that he has to pay you? Well, we do have a, um, a legal agreement, and I spent $100,000 on uh, lawyers trying to keep that agreement going, but he says that he's being audited. He has a business that he's supposed to sell. He says he's trying to sell it. I thought he did. I th he thought he was in cahoots with the people who bought the house and that he's gaining money from it. Um, I really wasn't sure, um, but I just felt that everything well, was done. Well, let, let me say it very simply. There's too many things to get into on the phone right now in that aspect because you've got a ton of stuff going on. But I'm going to say it in this form. I don't believe um, anything he says. I don't believe anything. I don't care the length of a blink of an eyelash. It's like, forget it. I mm -hmm. see him lying. And I feel right. with him that his attitude is very simple. 
What's mine is mine, and yours is mine, and hers is mine, and his is mine, and theirs is mine. Everything in the world is his and his mind. And I'm seeing mm-hmm. him maneuvering and manipulating everything, but if you challenge him on it or pin him down on something, he then plays victim. Yes. So my, why do my kids keep, um, like, they say they love me and they want to help me, but they really kind of favor him because of the religious belief and um, even though he's a polygamist and everything, they really never, I said, why don't you ever give your dad a hard time? Why do you bother me? Why do you? Why are you trying to control so, me? Where is the bread buttered at there? He buys Yeah, but he needs help. Mm. He buys them all the time. Yeah. Whether it is favors or money or cars or whatever, he buys them. And I'm going to be blunt about it. Your kids may love you, but they certainly are being just as dishonest as he is because mm-hmm. they know what he's doing. And it's, there's no way in the world they can't see it. But it's yeah. the idea that they don't want to rock the boat because then they lose out. Okay. Well, I want to I want to get married again, and I want to really disassociate myself from my attachment to the neediness of me to my children. I want I don't want to be alone. I don't think that mm. I'm born to be a single person forever. And I wondered, when am I going to actually get together and meet this person that Jill Dane told me I'm supposed to meet now? I feel this is coming up here probably during the latter part of summer, midsummer to latter summer. I see a connection, and I feel very good about it, and he's very together. His life is together. I feel his finances are together, and I feel Mm -hmm. like you'd really enjoy that connection. And I do feel now three children you have. I have four children and five grandchildren, and... Um, I'm a, I'm a medium myself, actually, I, but not well, as good as you are. <laughs> I do readings, would, but I'm... <laughs> would you recognize that there's one child that acts just like Dad? My daughter. Because I daughter. see her with an attitude that, you know, I'll be nice to you, but I'm going to maneuver you for whatever I want. Yep. And she's very obnoxious with me. Yes. But... I see like my dad, downright, she kind of is a misanthrope. She just, she's kind of a well, hater. <laughs> I, I see her downright nasty at times with the oh, attitude yes. she comes out with. And yes. I see her wanting to be in line with dad, that if anything mm-hmm. happened to dad, she's in line for whatever would happen. And mm-hmm. it's a circumstance that she would cheat everybody also just like dad does. Yes, she's already stabbed, stabbed me in the back several times. Mm-hmm. Our life. Well, I'm going to say it this mm-hmm. way. I feel you have three children that are naive enough to be used and abused and manipulated and sometimes just plain stupid about it, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to wake up because I'm seeing you getting tougher and stronger, and I'm seeing you looking at it and just saying, hey, you know, if you want to believe all that and go along with all that, that's fine, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to be around for you to abuse me because, well, I- in essence, they're abusing you with the attitudes they have. Right. I even went to the point where I wanted to call the CBS, NBC News. I said, I said, this is a political, this has become a political thing where um, the Palestinians are attacking the Jews. And I, I was a Jewish person who raised Muslim kids. And then they end up, um, I, I'm not practicing Islam, but they end up um, being very angry at me for defending myself and for um, stating the truth. The, the truth, is, yeah. they don't, that's not their truth. Um, what's happening to me um, They think right. that everything's okay Because as long as they're practicing their faith 
everything's okay, and I should not shame the family by exposing everything. You know. Well, um, the, the whole thing is this: they live in a fantasy world, and yeah. I've seen you bringing up reality, and they just absolutely despise the idea that you'd bring up reality. But I'm seeing right. you not only continuing to bring up reality, but I feel you're going to reach a point where reality is going to prevail over everything, and it's really going to be a mess for a while. But I want to say you're going to live your life in harmony and calmness and not have all the craziness. And what Thank they you. have fantasized about in manipulations is going to backfire oh. on them. Wow. Well, um, are they going to remain as steadfast in their religion, or are they going to actually wake up? Well, I feel at this point they're they're going along with the religion because if they didn't go along with the religion, they're not in line for dad, right. and that means they're not in line for the money. Oh, oh, okay. Because he well, dangles they, everything they in front of them all the time. They claim that they're not interested in the money because I'm the one who probably would leave them money too, and they've said we don't want your money. We don't want you know. Um, I don't. Well, <laughs> let me put it this way: for the way they've acted and the way they've treated you, I'd mm. make sure they didn't have a dime. Well, then I'm going to be doing other things with it, and they, they're going to make plenty of money of their own, and they can do what they want. But um, right. they can't manipulate my life, and they can't use the uh, religion against me to make me feel like I'm going somewhere where I don't belong in a bad way because I don't believe in all that. I don't, I don't believe in organized religion that, that guilts people and makes them feel bad about themselves for being human. Oh, well, what it amounts yeah. is a form of control and manipulation, and then they want to call it religious and God. And yeah. it's a big game they're playing, and he definitely is a leader in that, and yeah. he's trying to maneuver it. And I feel with you, I want to say God bless him somewhere else, preferably further away. And mm-hmm. you put that in your mind, and you clean them out, and you don't yeah. allow them to bother you anymore. Right. Well, I really love my children, and I do the best that I can to keep keep. Mm-hmm. In touch with them, it's just um, defending myself. It just makes it look like I'm militant and 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 makes them upset and feel like that I'm I'm a lost well, soul. Well, that's just that's just too bad that they don't want to grow up and look at reality. Yeah, yeah, their reality is totally different than mine. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've already been there and done that, and I saw what it what it brings. And I don't yeah. like the imbalance that it causes in the world. And right. <clears throat> yeah, and and um. My responsibility is not to be to be a sheep and follow that and be um, a leftover woman with with no purpose in life. Right, you're going to be fine, dear. I get things working for you very well. My, I'm worried very about well. my hips and my my legs and my knees. Is there what minerals do I need or something that I'm? Well, I I'm really in pain all the time because I I see you checking into that because I see you having a naturopath doctor. It's going yes. to be able to share with you what to take that would help a lot. And I feel that, remember, some of it is going to work over a period of time, and it's not the idea of popping a pill and you'd feel better. I feel no. like it may take a little while for your body to build up the essence of what vitamins or minerals you're needing in your system, and I feel mm-hmm. you'll be able to do that, and it's going to help a lot. Plus, I felt there was one aspect here. I feel like you've sort of dread the idea of surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I also because I kept you wanted to push it away as far as surgery goes, but the feeling I have here at one point in the future, I could see you looking at surgery as the answer, and yeah. to get straightened out and feel better. Okay, now would that be on my spine or my hips? Because somebody suggested cortisone shot, and 
I thought it would be more like a hip a hip thing. Or well, I get I don't a feeling where... here that I, I get a feeling here at a later time concerning the joints, and there would be a surgery on a joint, and whether it's okay. knee or hip, but I get one of one of those, and I can okay. see it as something that you need to have done, and I would certainly go get another another medical opinion and have them look at it and see what's there because I felt like you're bone on bone in the one leg. Okay. Yeah, my right right, right hip is causing me a problem. Um, I have herniated discs in my spine, and my knees are in a lot of pain lately, mm-hmm. and my feet. It's it's all well, lower. Well, I, I know it's not overnight and getting it all done, but I certainly see you doing better, and I okay. certainly see you regaining your ability and energy to function more and to do it Thank without you. pain. Thank you. And I figure going to Florida would do it, too, because when I'm there, I feel rejuvenated. Well, I think it's going to help you a lot there. Yeah. Um, Also, I was trying to be a vegan for a while, but I don't know if I'm really a vegan as much as maybe a vegetarian, or or I would eat certain proteins, but not not red meat. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to keep my cholesterol down. Well, I'm not a a doctor and I can't prescribe here, but I really feel with you, you do need some of the meat proteins, but yeah. not necessarily do you have to have all the red meat. But I see right. building your body back up and making sure you're getting all the nutrients you're needing because for a while there, you really weren't eating in the manner you needed to. Right, okay. right. I, my hair got thinner at one point. I was yeah. only being vegetarian, I mean vegan, and that was too drastic for me. At yeah. one we got to go to our next call. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you well, so thank much. Thank you for covering Appreciate all that you did. God bless you there. God bless you, too. God bless. Thank you very much, Reverend. God bless. You're God welcome. bless. All right. Beautiful. Uh, Greg, again, how people can contact you? They'd like to reach me. They can reach me by calling 716-595-3529, 716-595-3529. And if they'd like to call, they can make an appointment either in person or um, over the phone. And the website would be www.revrevgregorykeen.com. That would be com. I am down here in Fort Myers, Florida. I have an office in Bonita Beach. Had it down here for, oh, pretty close to 25 years now. And I'm going to be, for the month of April, up in the villages in Florida. And that's somewhere near Tampa in Orlando and Ocala. I'll be up in that area, and I'll be doing readings in person as well as on the phone for the month of April. Okay, very good. And uh, to the listeners there who are live here, we're going to take one more call. And past that, we're towards the end of our program. If anybody wants to donate to the homeless, we'll still go ahead and bring you on as our thank you uh, for helping the homeless. But at this point, we're going to bring on Danielle from uh, Oklahoma, and anybody else who wants to donate to the homeless, $25, let me know, um, um, and uh, I'll come to you in the screening room. Um, otherwise, this will be the last call. Um, Danielle, uh, welcome. You're in Oklahoma. You're on live with Gregory King. Hi. Thank you for having me. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing tonight? Good. What's your question? Um, I just kind of wanted to know what you see in the future for us. Well, number one, I really feel like you've been going through a lot of stress emotionally. I feel it's not been easy on you. And I see it taking time to rebuild your own energy and to regain your own energy. 
and would you recognize also there's been a disruption in the family where there's been a lot of family stress going on? Oh, yeah. Because I kept feeling a lot of stress energy happening, and I feel like recently you've begun to step back a little bit and to feel like I can't fix all of them, and I'd love to, but I can't fix all of them. And you've started to step back enough now consciously to not allow yourself to be caught up in that negativity. You don't need it. That's absolutely right. And you've been having some thoughts recently. Now, I'll say it this way. There's moments I'm seeing you wanting to escape where you just like to get in the car and go away for a while. And I felt the energy around you. I'm having thoughts of moving. Me and my husband. your voice. Yes, we've been wanting to move. Because I kept seeing some decisions about moving, and I feel like you're looking at it, and at times it's just so many things overwhelming you there for a bit, you just shut everything down. But I feel like there's been more and more thoughts about the thought of wanting to pick up and change things. And would you recognize also in the midst of that thought of changing it, you would no longer be taking care of some other people that at times you have been taken care of or that at least they have this expectation that you're supposed to. And you recently reached a point where it's like, I can't keep doing that. Yeah, definitely, especially with my brother. Because I feel someone leeching and they keep pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling and it really becomes very draining to you to be going through that. And I'm seeing you reach a point with that very shortly where you're just not going to put up with the negativity. And I can see two or three people here where you're not taking care of them to the degree that you used to. And I feel that you love them, but you've reached a point of learning to love them where you can, when you can, and how you can, and not get sucked into all the drama that they choose to live in. Because, yes, boy, they got some drama going. Oh, yes, they do, always. And who wants to borrow the car and you're you reached a point recently where I have to say no. Mm, I've never let anybody borrow my car. Well, don't be surprised if something comes up here and they're going to be pushing really hard on the idea that, I don't know if you'd term it an emergency or they're supposedly in need and they'd want to pull a guilt trip on you that, oh, I'd do it for you if I was in your position type thing. I want to say, do not lend it. Right. They don't have their own in the manner they should have their own. They don't take care of their own, and that's why they don't have their own car to drive and do things with. And they don't care, but they figure they can borrow it from everybody else. Yes, definitely. And would you recognize there's there's a male there that has the attitude that you owe me no matter what? Yes. Because I see you not owing anything. And I'm seeing you reaching a point very shortly that when they want to pull the guilt trip on you that you owe them, I just see you reach a point very shortly where it's like I'm not even going to let it fall on the ears, I'm not listening to it, and I'm not going to put up with it. Point with my brother. Mm-hmm. How old is he? Um, He is going to be 38 this year. Well, let's put it this way. You know, sometimes you've thought of him as a little boy in a man's body. Yeah. And Everyone's always referred to him as my little brother, even though he's older than I am. Mm-hmm. Because I see him playing the game, and 
and wanting to lay it on people that he's the victim and that someone else has somehow abused him and everybody should just drop everything and help him. Yeah. Yeah, that's always the card he's tried to play. Well, I want to put it simply, dear. You've learned a lesson, you're done. I feel you're done, you're going to be done, and it's not going to be something you're going to allow to go on. And I feel by you making your mind up and really getting things settled, it's certainly going to be a better energy, and it's certainly going to be a calmer energy for you and not have all the turmoil. I think that's going to make a big difference. Make sense? Are you there? Well, it looks like she is no longer here, so um, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. All so, right. Greg, thanks for coming on tonight. Always a great show when you come on, and I hey, appreciate it. God bless it. you, Michael. Take care. All right. All right. You too. God bless. Take care, Greg. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for being here tonight. And we will see you all on Sunday, Monday.